Did she really do that? You betcha she did. Welcome back to another episode of You Betcha She Did, the podcast where female entrepreneurs, women leaders, changemakers, especially from Wisconsin, share their wit and wisdom. I'm your host, Raina Rakiki. Today, uh, I have Carrie Wilson in the studio, and she is a certified wellness practitioner and health coach. And since this episode is coming out right before Thanksgiving, right before we indulge traditionally in a lot of delicious food and going into Christmas and New Year's, I think it's a perfect time to have her on and have her give us some tips about how to live our best lives and how to just make really good choices within our lives. So Carrie, welcome to the show. Thanks, Raina. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. So Carrie, you have a really interesting kind of backstory that shows perseverance and grit and you've kind of done it all from being a mom of six. You've got children ages five to 23 you're a mother-in-law now, a grandma, you've been a teen parent, you've been married, you've been divorced, gained a lot of weight, lost a lot of weight. I mean, you've done everything. And I feel like that gives you you know, a really good base to help people no matter where they are in their lives. So let's, let's kind of start there with just the whole idea of what got you into this whole idea of wellness and health coaching. Sure. So basically, it really came out of the weight loss thing. So up until then, I was horrifically unhealthy. I was a professional, I call it a professional smoker. <laughs> professional. Uh, I was really good at it and I did it a lot. <laughs> Very heavy drinking, dabbled in drugs. I just saw the same patterns repeating throughout my life. I talk like I'm 80. I'm not. I mean, this. I started very young. So I went to the doctor and I was very heavily overweight at that point. I was drinking like a 12 pack of Mountain Dew a day, not thinking anything of it. And she basically said, you are pre-diabetic. And if you do not change now, you are going to follow the same path that your mother took. And my mom is the walking epitome of illness. And I thought, you know what? I don't want to do that. I don't want to live that way. And so I started making the smallest changes you could think of, you know, cutting back on ranch dressing, cutting back on anything I could think of that had extra calories, creamer in my coffee. And all of a sudden the weight just kind of started coming off. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. I want to learn more. I lost my job and I thought, you know what? I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to help other people get healthy because nobody should have to live like that. Yeah, 100%. So that's, yeah. So it's kind of stemmed from real life experience. Now I know, um, you know, a lot of people in society and just the way like weight loss and health is marketed to us, it, it always is shown as this quick fix, like get this program, just do this thing. And it'll be amazing. You'll look young and you'll be feeling great, but that's not the reality. <laughs> Talk to us about like what, what really does it take to be healthy, to feel good? I think it's a combination of things. So I like to use a spider web model. Some people see like a wellness wheel and there's different dimensions. I like the web model because it really does represent all our experiences, all our perceptions, everything that we do in life affects our health. In order to have true ultimate health, you kind of have to get all the the edges of the web in order so that they can come to the middle and really create that that good foundation for you. So small habits add up very quickly, and those are the ones that really matter at the end of the day. 
you can use those other programs and they might work for the short term. But if you want long-term ultimate health, you have to start with the small habits. And those are the ones that are going to build that foundation for you. Yeah. And that's really what it's about, right? Like changing small habits in your life. Because like you said, if you just do a program and then you go back to living exactly the way you were before, it's like, of course, you know, your health isn't going to improve or the weight's going to come back or whatever it is you're trying to do. So you have your own business um, called Live More with Carrie. What are some of the things that you offer through your coaching? Well, so I offer coaching. Um, <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> like individual, an individual health plan. So, you know, if somebody maybe wants to lose weight, and that's usually what people want to focus on, that's perfectly fine. But I'm not going to just give you food to eat and exercises to do. We're going to get to the root of why you're not doing those things already. So there's a lot of stuff in childhood that forms our choices as adults. There's things at home. Maybe it's your support system that needs some beefing up. There's so many variables to it. So we we really dig in and we get to the root of things and then we expand from there. I also am certified to help with children and athletes. So those people don't typically want to lose weight. They're just looking for some accountability, which is great. I can help them with that. And then I also partner with Dr. Bailey Makita at Optimal Health Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, and we offer nutrition testing. And so that is like an overall full body scan of what's happening. You get to learn how your body systems are working. You get to learn what foods and environmental triggers are, are bothering your body. We can't call them allergies, but there's definitely things that maybe your body doesn't like. Um, we learn about your nutritional deficiencies, and that one's really important. And a lot of people want to skip through that because it's kind of boring. But that's the stuff that drives your hormones, which ultimately, that's usually the issue. So we do learn about your hormones as well. And then any toxin buildups. So things like mold and bacteria and parasites and heavy metals, we want to know those things because if we can clear your body from all the buildup, I mean, we're all exposed to this stuff all the time. It's just how well is your body getting rid of it? You get a ton of information with that. And then I help guide you through the results and help you with your lifestyle changes. Sometimes there's supplements involved, but not always. And that's always up to you. You're, you're the boss. And then on top of that, I also offer educational opportunities. Um, I've got a Connect to Revive coming up. Yeah, lots of Lots of stuff. Yeah, lots of stuff. <laughs> that nutrition testing sounds amazing. Yeah. I mean, are people often surprised by what they might be deficient in or like the amount of, I don't know, toxins in their body, right? Absolutely. I was even surprised when I got my own results. I thought I was doing all the right things. And as it turned out, I had other stuff going on that I didn't know about. And now I feel, I, I wouldn't say 100%, but I'm definitely on the track to feeling good. Yeah, exactly. You're like, I'm, I'm on my way to feeling my best self. Well, uh, thinking, speaking of that, you had this great post on social media that really caught my eye. And it was talking about, you know, um, cold and flu season coming up, which again, traditionally starts in the fall, especially if you have children, it just kind of travels throughout the home, right? And then you kind of went into um, this monologue about sugar in the holidays. So tell us a little bit more about that. What's going on with sugar in the holidays? And what do we need to know? I always hesitate when people say, oh, it's cold and flu season. I don't necessarily believe that we have more germs floating around in the fall and winter season. I think it's the holiday treats and the lack of movement and the extra stress 
all of those things really affect your immune system. And so your immune system isn't prepared to fight off those germs. And yes, we live in Wisconsin, so we're trapped inside and we're not getting as much fresh air and maybe that we're touching more surfaces. But if we have a strong, healthy immune system, we can still fight off those things. So when you see somebody who has a cold or bronchitis or something all through winter, typically I would suggest that we need to look at their immunity because sugar kills your gut. That's where all your immune system comes from is inside your gut. And if you have an unhealthy gut, you are going to get sick all the time. And it's a really miserable place to be. Yeah, it sure is. Well, what are some things people can do to keep their gut healthy? I mean, besides like, obviously try not to I mean, I think not eating sugar is maybe unrealistic, but limit the amount of sugar you eat, right? And then what else can we do to make our gut healthy? A probiotic is always a good idea, um, but some people are you know, against taking supplements, which is fine. Eating fermented foods, so things like kimchi, sauerkraut, kombucha, I'm a huge fan of that. Just getting some of that fermented food in your gut can really help. Reducing your stress, which isn't always easy, but you know, you're always going to have stress, but it's the way you deal with it. So having some healthy coping mechanisms in your back pocket. And sometimes you really just need like a little gut reset. And I do offer that. It's a five-day program. It's really easy to follow. It's yummy food. It's real food. You're not starving yourself. But it's just a nice little way to kind of help boost your gut back into good health and you actually kind of lose those sugar cravings as well. Yeah, that's nice. That's like a win-win there. You're like, oh, good. I don't, I don't want sugar as much. And now my my gut's in a better place. Like, woohoo. Talk to us a little bit more too about, you know, do you have any tips for the holiday season coming up? Just things for people to keep in mind or just, I don't know, daily habits they should try to focus on? Sure. My number one tip for everybody, anytime, anywhere is sleep. If you can focus on getting quality sleep, all your choices throughout the day are going to be that much better. Think about when you're tired, you're reaching for that that fake energy, I like to call it. So the extra coffee drinks and the sugar and anything that's going to give you that instant boost, probably not the healthiest choice. But if you're you're well rested and you can get quality sleep, you're probably not going to crave those things as much. Like I said, having those healthy stress coping mechanisms in your back pocket is always a good idea. Yeah, can you but, give us a couple examples? Like what would be, I know it's probably different for everybody, but what are some good ways to deal with stress? Having healthy boundaries. That's my number one tip. If you know that your certain family member, say, is going to stress you out during Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever it is, have some healthy boundaries and say, okay, this is what I will and will not tolerate with behavior. Let's say you've got a creepy uncle who makes weird comments to you. (laughs) Stay away, uncle. (laughs) Just practice in front of the mirror even. Just say, you know what? I'm not comfortable with that. I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't talk to me that way. They might get mad, but that's a really good sign that that boundary needed to be put in place. And I think that's what brings people a ton of stress during the holidays is family stuff, because we spend so much time with these people that we really don't spend a whole lot of time with. And there's that guilt and, you know, that added pressure of, oh, well, we only see them once or twice a year. I should just deal with it. You don't have to. So that would be my number one tip, healthy boundaries. (laughs) I like that. That's yeah, I know. And I think, you know, as women, sometimes we're raised not to put boundaries in place to always be people pleasers, you know what I mean? So it's okay. It's okay to set boundaries for yourself and to be, you know, to politely make some distance, you know, you don't, you don't have to 
be hyper aggressive about it, but just be like, all right, not not doing it this year. <laughs> Gonna just make my space. So what's coming up in the future for you? Do you have any special programs coming up or things you're thinking of for the end of the year or next year? Yeah. So actually I am doing a plan for 2024 series. It is going to ensure that you have all the tools to make 2024 your best year and to really implement those habit changes that you're looking for. 2023 is almost over. Chances are you're probably not going to dig in real deep during the holidays, but we can get you ready for 2024. And then finally, I'm also hosting a women's intention setting circle at the end of the year. So tell me more about that. Yeah, that should be really powerful. I'm super excited about it. And I don't have a ton of details like where it's going to be yet, but really just a chance for women to get together and really dig into what their intentions are. So yes, most people in January, they're like, new year, new me, I'm going to lose weight. Deeper than that, we're going to talk about what do you want your life to look like and how are we going to get there? And we're going to do some really powerful, deep work and support each other and lift each other up. And it's going to be awesome. And I'm super excited about it. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I feel like that's what it... I don't know. That's what I want. I think that sounds great to me just because, yeah, you should come. I know. I'm like, I'm gonna have to put it on my calendar because I know it's like, I like the goal setting and, uh, but yeah, I want to dig deeper to a deeper level. And like, it's nice to have a group to hold you accountable for the things that you're saying and to support you and like help problem solve, you know, all those different layers within layers. Um, Speaking of women too, and I know there's no one size fits all solution, but you know, like we have very specific hormones that, change on a daily basis throughout the month. Do you have any tips in that realm just to help keep yourself feeling more stable or should you just embrace, you know, the different phases of of, uh, the menstrual cycle? (laughs) There's part of me that wants to say embrace it because we should just accept what happens to our bodies. But also so many of us struggle with incorrect hormones And we think that it's just normal to feel all the cramping and bloating and all of that. And it's really not. Go see a chiropractor. They can really, really help with your central nervous system. It's all in your spine. So really, that's a huge tip. Get your hormone levels checked. And you you can come to me and I can do the testing. Or you can go to your doctor and just ask for a full hormone panel just to see where you're really at. Because it might not be where you think it is. <laughs> and then also a really healthy diet, like the 80-20 rule. I mean, I'm, I'm not perfect. I, I like candy just as much as the next person. But following a balanced diet with lots of fiber, lots of protein, lots of healthy fats, and the rest should fall into place. Okay. Yeah. So just kind of thinking of that 80-20, um, you know, moderation for sure. Yep. Rule. Yeah. You still got to live yeah, and enjoy it. Yeah. But it's like, you don't have to go crazy. You know, like at the holidays, it's like, oh, if you love your aunt's, you know, cheesecake or whatever it is, like have a piece, but then you don't have to have all of the other things that go with it. Make it a treat, not a cheat. Yes. I like that. A treat, not a cheat. And then um, any tips in terms of movement? I mean, we obviously all need to move, but anything, I don't know. Do you have any seasonal tips for the winter coming up? This is actually where my degree is, is exercise science. And I don't typically like formal exercise. So when I think of ways to move my own body, dancing, 
I know you're a trained dancer and I've taught dance classes and that's just, it's fun and it doesn't feel like exercise. So, I mean, even just sneaking it in throughout the day, if you're standing in the kitchen waiting for your soup to warm up in the microwave, do a couple squats, do a couple push-ups against the countertop. It doesn't have to be like this, oh, I got to go change my clothes and exercise for an hour. It doesn't have to be like that. Do little movement snacks throughout the day. Yeah, I like that. Just kind of incorporate into your daily life. I don't know if have you watched the Blue Zones on Netflix? It's all about people who live to be over 100. And it's so fascinating. Like this guy has studied them for 20 years. And there's there's even one in America. But like all these people reach, you know, to be 100 or more. And they found that they don't, a lot of those people don't traditionally exercise, but they just find movement in their daily life where it's just part of living. So they've always been that way. And I, I thought that was really fascinating, you know, just because in our culture, it's it's so much like go to the gym and work out and, and there's definite benefits to that, but it doesn't have to be that way. It can just be like, just be physical and move and do gardening and, you know, go for walks and all that, all those things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I worked with the senior population for five years and we, we talked about things like when you pick up your laundry basket, squat down instead of bending at the waist, you're going to engage those large muscle groups. And that does you so much better than bending at the waist and using the least amount of effort possible. So, I mean, you really can incorporate it into your day, into your daily tasks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just just a matter of, of being aware of it and, and just getting yourself moving. Is there anything else you want to share with our audience uh, before we go? My podcast is relaunching. Woo-hoo! Yeah, tell us tell us about your podcast. What's it called? Where can we find it? The Anti Kale Health Coach, and the story behind that is I think kale is disgusting. So- <laughs> I like all vegetables, but kale is just not one I can get on board with. Well, anyway, <laughs> um, but the idea behind it is, you know, you don't have to eat the kale and do the burpees to get healthy. You can make those small changes. It will have launched in October, but basically I will be talking about different tips and tricks to just stay healthy and lose weight and ease into retirement and enjoy the rest of your long quality life. Once in a while, I will interview other people and get their tips and tricks because who wants to listen to me talk all the time? Well, it's nice to have guests too. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, that's great, Carrie. So I'll have the Anti-Kale um, Health Coach podcast. I'll have it linked in the show notes as well as other links so you can connect with Carrie and her company, Live More with Carrie. Carrie, thanks for being on the show. As always, thanks for you're welcome. <laughs> as always, if you like listening to You Betcha She Did, don't forget to share the show with a friend, a neighbor, a cousin. You never know who's going to want to hear about what's going on in this episode or maybe join one of the programs that we're talking about. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a positive review wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, take care. Attention, you betcha she did listeners. If you're like me, you love listening to podcasts, and perhaps you have even thought of starting your own podcast. If that is the case, I would love for you to download my free top 10 podcasting equipment essentials. Here you will find my recommendations 
for 10 pieces of podcasting equipment that will help you get a podcast up and running smoothly without breaking the bank. That's right. Podcasting does not have to be a super expensive endeavor. It's actually quite affordable and is a great way to elevate your voice, grow your brand, and get your name out there, especially as an expert. Check the show notes for your free podcast top 10 essential equipment guide. You can also go to podcaststartupguide.com. 